0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, celebrating 50 years of sharing God's unconditional love and grace. Welcome to the Gospel
1: Truth broadcast. Welcome to a very special edition of the Gospel Truth. Don't limit God. He wants you to have an abundant life. God isn't angry at us anymore. The war is over. I know that there's many of you who love God, but I tell you there's a better way to pray. EVERYTHING THAT JESUS CAME TO DO, THE POWER FOR IT IS RELEASED THROUGH THE GOSPEL, THE GOOD NEWS, THE NEARLY-TOO-GOOD-TO-BE-TRUE NEWS. WELCOME TO OUR THURSDAY'S BROADCAST OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. TODAY I'M NEARING THE END OF MY THIRD WEEK OF TEACHING ON YOUR CONSCIENCE. I'VE GOT A BRAND NEW BOOK OUT ON THIS ENTITLED, WHO TOLD YOU THAT YOU WERE NAKED? QUOTATION FROM GENESIS CHAPTER 3, VERSE 11, AND I'VE BEEN TEACHING ON THIS FOR NEARLY THREE WEEKS. BEFORE I GET BACK INTO IT TODAY, LET ME JUST MENTION ONCE AGAIN THAT WE ARE IN A TEMPORARY SITUATION WITH MY TELEVISION. WE ARE MOVING FROM COLORADO SPRINGS UP TO WOODLAND PARK. MY SET HAS BEEN DISMANTLED AND BEING REASSEMBLED AND ALL OF THE LIGHTS AND EVERYTHING NECESSARY FOR TELEVISION PRODUCTION PUT IN. AND SO WE ARE TEMPORARILY IN OUR LODGE AT THE SANCTUARY IN WOODLAND PARK. AND I TELL YOU, uh, THIS IS A REAL BLESSING TO US, BUT IT'S NOT OUR NORMAL SITUATION. WE WILL HAVE OUR SETBACK SOON, BUT TEMPORARILY, I'M MAKING THESE PROGRAMS FROM THE LODGE IN WOODLAND PARK. NOW, I'VE BEEN TEACHING ON THE WHO TOLD YOU THAT YOU WERE NAKED. THIS IS A STUDY IN THE CONSCIENCE. WHEN MAN ate OF THE TREE OF THE KNOWLEDGE OF GOOD AND EVIL, THAT'S WHERE THEY RECEIVED THE CONSCIENCE. THE FIRST FUNCTION OF THE CONSCIENCE WAS TO SHOW THEM THAT THEY WERE WRONG. THEY HAD SHAME. THEY HAD FEAR. THEY RAN FROM GOD INSTEAD OF TO GOD. AND GOD THE FATHER ASKED ADAM, HE SAYS, HE TOO TOLD YOU THAT YOU WERE NAKED? ADAM HAD SAID, I HID MYSELF BECAUSE I WAS ASHAMED I WAS NAKED. AND GOD SAID, WHO TOLD YOU THAT YOU WERE NAKED? GOD DIDN'T TELL HIM. THE DEVIL DIDN'T TELL HIM. IT WAS HIS OWN CONSCIENCE. AND YOU KNOW WHAT, TODAY PEOPLE ARE THINKING, WELL, IT'S EITHER GOD CONDEMNING ME, GOD IS ON MY CASE BECAUSE I'VE SINNED, OR SOME PEOPLE WILL SAY, WELL, IT'S THE DEVIL WHO'S DOING ALL OF THIS. Well, the truth is it's your conscience that's condemning you and you have to learn how to deal with it. And so what I've been doing this week is talking from Hebrews chapter 9. And man, I have made some powerful, powerful statements. Again, if you've missed any of this teaching, I haven't got time to go back over it, but I encourage you to please get the materials. Basically, Hebrews chapter 9 is contrasting the way sin was dealt with under the Old Covenant where a sacrifice had to be made, a blood offering had to be made every time you committed sin with the way it's done under the new covenant. And under the new covenant, Jesus died once and obtained eternal redemption. Hebrews 9:12, an eternal inheritance, Hebrews 9:15. And the whole chapter of Hebrews chapter 9 is showing that under the old covenant, every time you sinned, THERE WAS A REMEMBRANCE OF SIN AND YOU HAD TO GET THAT SIN UNDER THE BLOOD AND ATONE FOR. BUT UNDER THE NEW COVENANT, ONE OFFERING BY JESUS DEALT WITH ALL OF YOUR SIN, PAST, PRESENT, AND EVEN SIN THAT YOU HAVEN'T COMMITTED YET. FUTURE SIN HAS BEEN PAID FOR. MAN, THAT IS TREMENDOUS. THEN IN CHAPTER 10, REMEMBER THAT MEN ARE THE ONES THAT PUT THE CHAPTER AND VERSE DIVISIONS INTO SCRIPTURE. AND IT'S OKAY. IT HELPS US REFERENCE IT. RIGHT NOW I'M TELLING YOU WHERE I'M READING FROM. AND YOU DON'T HAVE TO TAKE SOME SCROLL AND JUST READ FOR TEN HOURS BEFORE YOU COME TO THIS. I CAN TELL YOU IT'S HEBREWS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 1. THERE'S NOTHING WRONG WITH THESE uh, CHAPTER AND VERSE DIVISIONS. BUT DON'T THINK THAT IT'S A NEW TOPIC OR A NEW SUBJECT JUST BECAUSE IT'S A NEW CHAPTER. THIS WAS WRITTEN AS A LETTER, AND HE'S CONTINUING. SO THIS IS EXACTLY THE SAME THING THAT WE'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT ALL WEEK. IN CHAPTER 10, HE SAYS, FOR THE LAW, HAVING A SHADOW OF GOOD THINGS TO COME, AND NOT THE VERY IMAGE OF THE THINGS, CAN NEVER, WITH THOSE SACRIFICES WHICH THEY OFFERED YEAR BY YEAR, CONTINUALLY MAKE THE COMERS thereunto PERFECT. NOW, IT'S, IT'S A, IT'S A PERIOD RIGHT THERE BUT IF YOU COMPARE THIS WITH HEBREWS CHAPTER 9 AND VERSE 9, IT SAYS IT COULD NOT MAKE HIM THAT DID THE SURFACE PERFECT AS PERTAINING TO THE CONSCIENCE. SO HEBREWS CHAPTER 10 VERSE 1 MAY BE INCLUDING OTHER THINGS THAT WEREN'T PERFECT UNDER THE OLD TESTAMENT SACRIFICES, BUT IN CONTEXT, PARTICULARLY, THIS IS TALKING ABOUT IT COULDN'T MAKE THE COMERS THERE UNTO PERFECT AS PERTAINING TO THEIR CONSCIENCE. THE OLD TESTAMENT LAW MIGHT HAVE DEALT WITH YOUR SIN. IT MIGHT HAVE STOPPED SATAN'S INROAD INTO YOUR LIFE. IT MAY HAVE cleansed YOU AND DONE SOME THINGS, BUT IT COULDN'T cleanse YOUR CONSCIENCE. BUT UNDER THE NEW TESTAMENT SACRIFICE OF JESUS, OUR CONSCIENCE WAS PURGED. SO KEEP THAT IN MIND. IN VERSE 2 IT SAYS, FOR THEN WOULD THEY NOT HAVE CEASED TO BE OFFERED? IN OTHER WORDS, IF THE OLD TESTAMENT SACRIFICES WERE ANYTHING MORE THAN JUST SHADOWS AND PATTERNS, IF IT WAS REALITY, THEN IT WOULD HAVE CLEANSED THEM, AND IT SAYS THAT THE SACRIFICES WOULD HAVE CEASED TO BE OFFERED. WELL, THE OLD TESTAMENT SACRIFICES WERE ONLY TYPES AND SHADOWS, SO THEY KEPT OFFERING THEM, BUT THE NEW TESTAMENT SACRIFICE OF JESUS, BEING THE LAMB OF GOD, slain FOR THE... FROM THE FOUNDATION OF THE WORLD FOR OUR SINS, THE NEW TESTAMENT SACRIFICE OF JESUS DID WORK, AND THEREFORE WE SHOULD CEASE TO OFFER SACRIFICES FOR SINS. WE DO NOT HAVE TO GO BACK TO THE LORD EVERY TIME WE SIN AND GET BORN AGAIN AGAIN. WE DON'T LOSE OUR RIGHT STANDING WITH GOD. I MENTIONED THIS BRIEFLY ON A PRIOR PROGRAM, BUT THERE ARE ENTIRE DENOMINATIONS IN THE BODY OF CHRIST TODAY THAT BELIEVE THAT YOU WERE ONLY FORGIVEN UP UNTIL THE TIME YOU CONFESSED YOUR SIN AND THEN YOU HAVE TO LIVE HOLY AND IF YOU SIN AGAIN YOU LOSE YOUR SALVATION. IF YOU WERE TO DIE IN A STATE WHERE YOU HAD COMMITTED A SIN AND DIDN'T HAVE TIME TO GET IT FORGIVEN THEN YOU WOULD DIE AND GO TO HELL BECAUSE YOU HAVE AN UNCONFESSED SIN IN YOUR LIFE. THAT IS NOT TRUE. JESUS FORGAVE US, OBTAINED ETERNAL REDEMPTION, HEBREWS 9, 12. ETERNAL INHERITANCE, HEBREWS 9, 15. AND BECAUSE OF THAT SACRIFICE, HE FORGAVE US OF ALL SIN, PAST, PRESENT, AND EVEN FUTURE. AND BECAUSE OF THAT, WE SHOULD CEASE TO OFFER THIS SAME SACRIFICE OVER AND OVER. WE DON'T HAVE TO GO TO GOD EVERY TIME WE SIN TO GET FORGIVEN FROM HIM. Now there is still benefit to confessing our sin, 1 John 1 9 and turning from it, but that deals with Satan. You gave Satan a legal access to you when you yielded to him. Romans chapter 6, verse 16 says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves, servants to obey, his servants you are, to whom ye obey. WHETHER OF SIN UNTO DEATH OR OF OBEDIENCE UNTO RIGHTEOUSNESS. IF YOU YIELD TO SIN, YOU YIELD TO SATAN, THE AUTHOR OF THAT SIN, AND HE HAS A LEGAL RIGHT, NOT TO YOUR SPIRIT, NOT TO THE born again PART OF YOU. HE CAN'T TAKE YOUR SALVATION AWAY FROM YOU, BUT HE CAN SURE MAKE YOU MISERABLE IN THIS LIFE BECAUSE YOU GAVE HIM CONTROL OVER YOUR BODY, YOU GAVE HIM CONTROL OVER YOUR MIND AND YOUR EMOTIONS, AND HE WILL COME IN AND CAUSE DISTRESS AND DEPRESSION AND ANGER AND BITTERNESS, SICKNESS, DISEASE, POVERTY, ON AND ON. WHEN YOU GIVE SATAN AN INROAD INTO YOUR LIFE, GOD STILL LOVES YOU BECAUSE GOD IS A SPIRIT, JOHN 4, 24, AND HE'S DEALING WITH YOU IN THE SPIRIT, AND IT'S YOUR SPIRIT THAT WAS BORN AGAIN AND CLEANSED. SO GOD STILL LOVES YOU. IF YOU WERE TO DIE, YOU WOULD GO TO HEAVEN EVEN THOUGH YOU HAVE AN UNCONFESSED SIN IN YOUR LIFE. BUT, IT GIVES SATAN AN INROAD, AND YOU DON'T WANT TO DO THAT. SO HOW DO YOU DEAL WITH IT? IF YOU DID DO SOMETHING WRONG, IF YOU INTENTIONALLY VIOLATED THINGS AND DID THINGS WRONG, AND SATAN NOW HAS LEGAL ACCESS, A RIGHT, BECAUSE YOU GAVE HIM THAT RIGHT, HOW DO YOU DEAL WITH THAT? WELL, YOU CONFESS IT, First JOHN 1-9. AND THE FORGIVENESS THAT IS ALREADY IN YOUR SPIRIT COMES OUT THROUGH YOUR SOUL AND THROUGH YOUR BODY, AND NOW SATAN'S LEGAL RIGHT AND ACCESS TO YOU HAS BEEN TERMINATED BECAUSE YOU REPENTED OF IT AND TURNED BACK TO GOD. MAN, THAT'S POWERFUL. SO... WE DON'T CONFESS OUR SINS IN ORDER TO GET GOD TO FORGIVE US. HE'S ALREADY FORGIVEN US. WE CONFESS OUR SINS SO THAT WE CAN TURN FROM THE DEVIL, SO THAT WE CAN APOLOGIZE TO PEOPLE AND STOP ALL OF THE PHYSICAL, NATURAL CONSEQUENCES THAT GOD HAS ALREADY FORGIVEN YOU OF ALL SINS, PAST, PRESENT, AND FUTURE. SO BACK TO HEBREWS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 2, IT SAYS, FOR THEN would THEY NOT HAVE CEASED TO BE OFFERED? IF THE OLD TESTAMENT SACRIFICES COULD HAVE WORKED, THEY WOULD HAVE QUIT OFFERING THEM BECAUSE THE WORSHIPPERS ONCE PURGED SHOULD HAVE HAD NO MORE CONSCIENCE OF SINS. THIS DIDN'T SAY HAVE NO MORE SIN CONSCIOUSNESS. IN OTHER WORDS, THERE STILL IS A BENEFIT TO RECOGNIZING THAT WHAT I DID IS WRONG. IT'S GOOD FOR YOU TO RECOGNIZE THAT YOU AREN'T SUPPOSED TO TREAT YOUR WIFE AS A SLAVE, AS A SERVANT. YOU NEED TO BE AWARE OF THAT. THERE IS BENEFIT TO SHOWING A PERSON THAT THIS IS WRONG. THIS ISN'T THE WAY THAT CHRIST TREATS THE CHURCH, EPHESIANS CHAPTER 5. IT'S GOOD FOR THE WIFE TO SEE THAT YOU'RE SUPPOSED TO REVERENCE YOUR HUSBAND EVEN AS THE CHURCH REVERENCES CHRIST. AND IF YOU ARE JUST TEARING HIM DOWN AND SLANDERING HIM AND DOING ALL KINDS OF THINGS, IT'S GOOD TO RECOGNIZE THAT'S WRONG. THERE NEEDS TO BE an awareness of when you are doing something wrong, but there should not be a sin conscience, a, a conscience that is condemning you and making you feel shame because Jesus has borne that shame for us. Boy, those are powerful statements. In verse 3, it says, But in those sacrifices, the Old Testament sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. Sad to say, most Christians live under this old covenant. MODEL. THEY AREN'T LIVING IN THE NEW TESTAMENT, AND THEY JUST LIVE WITH A SIN CONSCIOUS, CONSCIOUSNESS, A SIN CONDEMNATION. THEY JUST CONSTANTLY FEEL GUILTY. THERE IS A REMEMBRANCE OF SIN ALL OF THE TIME. DID YOU KNOW IF ANYBODY EVER HAD SIN TO OVERCOME? IT WAS THE APOSTLE PAUL. BEFORE HE GOT BORN AGAIN, HE WAS SAUL, AND HE ACTUALLY PERSECUTED CHRISTIANS. HE ARRESTED THEM GAVE HIS VOICE TO CONDEMN THEM, AND CHRISTIANS WERE PUT TO DEATH. HE PERSECUTED THE CHURCH. AND WHEN HE WAS uh, AT THE STONING OF STEPHEN, HE KEPT THE COATS AS THE OTHER PEOPLE PHYSICALLY THREW THE STONES AND KILLED STEPHEN. AND WHEN THE LORD FINALLY APPEARED TO SAUL IN ACTS CHAPTER 9, HE SAID, SAUL, SAUL, WHY DO YOU PERSECUTE ME? AND THEN HE SAYS, IT'S HARD FOR YOU TO KICK AGAINST THE PRICKS. AND YOU KNOW, DIFFERENT TRANSLATIONS WILL SAY THE GOADS OR WHATEVER, BUT I BELIEVE THAT PRICKS, IT GOES BACK IN THE KING JAMES, IT'S CONSISTENT BECAUSE IT SAYS THAT WHEN STEPHEN WAS PREACHING AND TALKING ABOUT THE THINGS CONCERNING JESUS, IT SAYS THEY WERE PRICKED IN THEIR HEART. IN OTHER WORDS, THEY WERE CONVICTED. THE HOLY SPIRIT WAS CONVICTING THEM. SO YOU PUT ALL THIS TOGETHER, PAUL HAD BEEN PRICKED, CONVICTED BY THE HOLY SPIRIT. HE KNEW THAT WHAT HE WAS DOING OR I'M NOT SURE HE WAS CONVINCED OF IT BUT HE HAD THE THOUGHT THAT WHAT HE WAS DOING uh, uh, PERSECUTING THE CHRISTIANS AND CONDEMNING THE CHRISTIANS THAT IT WAS WRONG AND YET HE WAS PERSISTING IN IT AND THAT'S WHEN THE LORD SAID IT'S HARD FOR YOU TO KICK AGAINST THE PRICKS. I'VE SHOWN YOU. I'VE CONVICTED YOU ABOUT THIS AND YET YOU ARE RESISTING THIS CONVICTION. AND SO PAUL WASN'T GUILTLESS IN THIS THING. HE KNEW BETTER AND YET HE WAS GOING ALONG AND ACTUALLY SEEING CHRISTIANS PERSECUTED AND PUT TO DEATH. SO PAUL WAS GUILTY OF TERRORIZING THE CHURCH. HE WAS GUILTY OF KILLING PEOPLE. AND YET WHEN HE HAD THIS EXPERIENCE WITH THE LORD, HE HUMBLED HIMSELF AND HE SAID, "Uh, WHAT DO YOU WANT ME TO DO? AND THE LORD TOLD HIM THAT HE WAS NOW SENDING HIM TO THE GENTILES AND HE WAS GOING TO MINISTER TO THE GENTILES. DID YOU KNOW PAUL COULD HAVE LIVED FOR DECADES UNDER SUCH A GUILT AND SUCH A CONDEMNATION THAT HE COULD HAVE JUST FELT TERRIBLE ALL OF THE TIME. AND YET PAUL SAID IN ACTS CHAPTER 23 WHEN HE WAS STANDING BEFORE THE ROMANS AND HE SAYS, I HAVE LIVED IN ALL GOOD CONSCIENCE UNTIL THIS DAY. THAT DIDN'T MEAN THAT HE HADN'T SINNED. PAUL HAD SINNED BIG TIME, BUT HE HADN'T LEARNED TO PURGE HIS CONSCIENCE. HE ALSO SAID IN ACTS chapter 24, VERSE 16, THAT HE HAD EXERCISED HIMSELF TO HAVE A CONSCIENCE VOID OF OFFENSE. NOT BECAUSE HE HAD NEVER DONE ANYTHING TO VIOLATE HIS CONSCIENCE. NO, HE HAD. HE WAS KICKING AGAINST THE PRICKS. HE HAD GONE AGAINST THE CONVICTION OF THE LORD, BUT HE REPENTED OF THAT AND HE HAD EXERCISED HIMSELF. THAT MEANS IT TAKES EFFORT. THIS ISN'T SOMETHING THAT HAPPENS AUTOMATICALLY. YOU HAVE TO, ON PURPOSE, LEARN HOW TO PURGE YOUR CONSCIENCE. AND THAT'S WHAT ALL OF THIS IS TALKING ABOUT, THAT THROUGH THE BLOOD OF JESUS, WE CAN NOW HAVE OUR CONSCIENCE PURGED FROM DEAD WORKS TO SERVE THE LIVING GOD. AND LET ME JUST JUMP ON DOWN IN SOME VERSES. Uh, HE BEGINS IN VERSES 3 THROUGH 9 TALKING ABOUT HOW THAT JESUS DIED TO PUT HIS LAST WILL AND TESTAMENT INTO EFFECT AND THEN HE ROSE AGAIN TO ENFORCE IT TO MAKE SURE THAT IT WAS CARRIED OUT AND IN VERSE 10, THIS IS HEBREWS ten ten, HE SAYS, BY THE WHICH WILL WE ARE SANCTIFIED THROUGH THE OFFERING OF THE BODY OF JESUS CHRIST ONCE FOR ALL. YOU KNOW, IF YOU DIDN'T WATCH THE PROGRAMS EARLIER IN THE WEEK, I ENCOURAGE YOU TO GET THESE MATERIALS, BUT I'VE MADE THIS POINT THAT THERE ARE FOUR OR FIVE TIMES HERE IN JUST A FEW VERSES THAT IT CONTRASTS THE WAY THAT THE OLD TESTAMENT DEALT WITH SINS THROUGH MANY OFFERINGS. EVERY TIME YOU SINNED, YOU HAD TO GIVE A SIN OFFERING. BUT IN THE NEW TESTAMENT, JESUS ENTERED IN ONCE INTO THE HOLY PLACE AND OBTAINED ETERNAL REDEMPTION. Hebrews 9, 12. ETERNAL INHERITANCE, HEBREWS 9, 15. AND HERE IT SAYS HE ENTERED IN ONCE THROUGH THE OFFERING OF THE BODY OF JESUS CHRIST. ONCE FOR ALL WE HAVE BEEN SANCTIFIED. THE WORD SANCTIFIED MEANS TO MAKE HOLY OR TO SET APART. SO THROUGH THE OFFERING OF JESUS CHRIST, ONE TIME, HE MADE US HOLY. AND IT SAYS ONCE FOR ALL. SOME PEOPLE INTERPRET THAT AS ONCE FOR ALL PEOPLE, BUT NOT ONCE FOR ALL TIME. BUT IF YOU TAKE IT IN CONTEXT, IT'S VERY CLEAR THAT THIS IS TALKING ABOUT ONCE FOR ALL TIME. IT SAYS THAT IN THE NINTH CHAPTER. WE'VE ALREADY DEALT WITH THAT, BUT LET'S JUST KEEP READING RIGHT HERE IN THE TENTH CHAPTER. THE NEXT VERSE SAYS IN VERSE 11, AND EVERY PRIEST STANDETH DAILY, MINISTERING AND OFFERING, OFTENTIMES THE SAME SACRIFICES, WHICH CAN NEVER TAKE AWAY SINS. BUT THIS MAN, TALKING ABOUT JESUS, AFTER HE HAD OFFERED ONE SACRIFICE FOR SINS FOREVER SAT DOWN ON THE RIGHT HAND OF GOD. SEE, THAT MAKES IT CLEAR THAT THIS WASN'T JUST ONE SACRIFICE FOR ALL PEOPLE, BUT IT WAS ONE SACRIFICE FOR ALL TIME. NOW, IT IS TRUE IT'S FOR ALL PEOPLE, BUT IT'S FOR ALL TIME IS THE EMPHASIS. THAT'S WHAT THE CONTEXT IS SAYING. SO JESUS, AFTER HE HAD OFFERED ONE SACRIFICE TO DEAL WITH YOUR SIN AND MY SIN FOR ALL TIME, FOREVER, SAT DOWN ON THE RIGHT HAND OF GOD. THE the SIGNIFICANCE OF HIM SITTING DOWN IS TO SHOW THAT HE'S NOT WORKING. HE'S NOT STILL PRODUCING ATONEMENT. HE DID IT ALL 2,000 YEARS AGO. HE PAID FOR THE SINS OF THE WHOLE WORLD. IT SAYS IN 1 JOHN, CHAPTER 2, VERSE uh, 2, THAT HE IS THE PROPITIATION, THAT MEANS THE ATONING SACRIFICE, FOR OUR SINS, AND NOT FOR OURS ONLY, BUT ALSO FOR THE SINS OF THE WHOLE WORLD. JESUS PAID FOR THE SINS OF THE WHOLE WORLD, AND ACCORDING TO THESE VERSES, HE PAID FOR ALL OF THE SINS OF THE WHOLE WORLD, NOT ONLY UP UNTIL THE TIME HE DIED 2,000 YEARS AGO, BUT THROUGHOUT ETERNITY. IF THE WORLD WAS TO CONTINUE ANOTHER HUNDRED YEARS OR A THOUSAND YEARS, HOWEVER MANY PEOPLE LIVE AND HOWEVER MANY SINS ARE COMMITTED, JESUS HAS ALREADY PAID FOR THE SIN OF THE ENTIRE WORLD. IT'S ALREADY DONE, AND NOW HE'S SEATED AT THE FATHER'S RIGHT HAND. HE IS NOT WORKING. YOU KNOW, IF YOU WERE TO FOLLOW THE LOGIC THAT THE AVERAGE CHRISTIAN HAS TODAY, THAT EVERY TIME I SIN, IT'S A NEW TRANSGRESSION AGAINST GOD THAT HAS NOT BEEN PAID FOR, AND I'VE GOT TO REPENT AND CONFESS AND GET IT UNDER THE BLOOD, AND JESUS HAS TO SPRINKLE HIS BLOOD ON IT AND CLEANSE ME OF THIS SIN. IF you FOLLOWED THROUGH WITH THAT LOGIC, AND YOU THINK THAT THERE ARE MILLIONS, I BELIEVE PROBABLY BILLIONS OF CHRISTIANS ON THIS PLANET ALIVE RIGHT NOW WHO SIN EVERY SINGLE DAY. THAT WOULD BE BILLIONS OF TIMES PER DAY THAT JESUS WOULD HAVE TO BE APPLYING HIS BLOOD AND CLEANSING THIS PERSON, re-cleansing THEM, GETTING THEM BORN AGAIN, 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 AGAIN FROM ALL OF THEIR SIN. THERE WOULD BE NO SUCH THING AS SITTING AT THE FATHER'S RIGHT HAND. THIS IS SIGNIFICANT. IT SAYS THAT HE'S DONE THIS ONCE FOREVER, AND NOW HE'S SEATED AT THE FATHER'S RIGHT HAND. THAT'S NOT JUST BECAUSE HE WAS TIRED. IT'S BECAUSE IT WAS COMPLETE. THERE'S NOTHING LEFT TO DO. JESUS HAS DONE IT ALL. JESUS HAS PAID IT ALL. YOUR SINS, MY SINS, EVERYBODY'S SINS HAVE BEEN DEALT WITH FOREVER. THE ONLY THING THAT WE HAVE TO OFFER IS THAT WE JUST ACCEPT BY FAITH WHAT HAS ALREADY BEEN DONE. AND ONCE YOU GET BORN AGAIN, YOU DON'T HAVE TO GET cleansed AND REPURGED. NOW, AS I MENTIONED ON MY PROGRAM YESTERDAY, THERE'S STILL BENEFIT TO REPENTING OF YOUR SIN BECAUSE IT STOPS THE DEVIL. YOU GAVE SATAN DIRECT ACCESS INTO YOUR LIFE, AND THROUGH YOU REPENTING OF THAT SIN, First 1 JOHN 1-9, YOU NOW HAVE CLOSED THE DOOR ON THE DEVIL. YOU KICKED HIM OUT, CLOSED THE DOOR, LOCKED IT, AND HE NO LONGER HAS RIGHTS TO YOUR BODY OR TO YOUR SOUL. BUT YOUR SPIRIT WAS SANCTIFIED AND PERFECTED FOREVER. SO REMEMBER IN VERSE 10 IT SAYS THAT THROUGH THE ONE SACRIFICE OR THE ONE OFFERING OF JESUS THAT HE HAS MADE YOU SANCTIFIED ONCE FOR ALL. AND THEN VERSE... um, Twelve SAYS THAT THAT WAS ONCE FOR ALL TIME. VERSE 13, FROM HENCEFORTH, EXPECTING TILL HIS ENEMIES BE MADE HIS FOOTSTOOL, FOR BY ONE OFFERING, AGAIN, THE EMPHASIS IS ON ONE OFFERING, NOT AN OFFERING EVERY TIME YOU MESS UP. BY ONE OFFERING, HE HATH PERFECTED FOREVER THEM THAT ARE SANCTIFIED. VERSE 10 SAYS YOU WERE SANCTIFIED THROUGH THE OFFERING OF JESUS CHRIST ONCE FOR ALL, AND VERSE 14 SAYS IF YOU'VE BEEN SANCTIFIED, THEN YOU HAVE BEEN PERFECTED FOREVER. FOREVER. NOT UNTIL THE NEXT TIME YOU SINNED, BUT FOREVER. JESUS HAS DEALT WITH ALL OF YOUR SINS. IN YOUR SPIRIT, YOU ARE SANCTIFIED AND PERFECTED FOREVER. LET ME GIVE YOU ANOTHER SCRIPTURE THAT WILL VERIFY THIS. THIS IS IN THE SAME BOOK. I MADE THIS POINT A DAY OR TWO AGO ABOUT THAT, PEOPLE PUT THE CHAPTER AND VERSE DIVISIONS IN TO HELP US REFERENCE THINGS. THERE'S OKAY. IT'S OKAY. THERE'S NOTHING WRONG WITH IT. BUT THIS IS THE SAME BOOK. IT'S THE SAME AUTHOR WRITING TO THE SAME PEOPLE. IT'S IN CONTEXT. AND LOOK WHAT HE SAYS IN CHAPTER 12 AND IN VERSE 22 IT SAYS, BUT YOU ARE COME UNTO MOUNT ZION, UNTO THE CITY OF THE LIVING GOD, THE HEAVENLY JERUSALEM, TO AN innumerable COMPANY OF ANGELS, TO THE GENERAL ASSEMBLY AND CHURCH OF THE FIRSTBORN, WHICH ARE WRITTEN IN HEAVEN, AND TO GOD, THE JUDGE OF ALL, AND TO THE SPIRITS OF JUST MEN MADE PERFECT. LOOK AT THAT. TO THE SPIRITS OF JUST MEN MADE PERFECT. NOW REMEMBER, IN CONTEXT, HE SAID IN HEBREWS, CHAPTER 10, VERSE 14, FOR BY ONE OFFERING HE HATH PERFECTED FOREVER THEM THAT ARE SANCTIFIED. THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE THAT JUST CHOKE ON THIS, AND THEY THINK, WHAT DO YOU MEAN, PERFECT? HOW CAN YOU SAY THAT YOU'RE PERFECT? AND THEY LOOK AT MY PHYSICAL BODY AND THEY SEE GRAY HAIRS AND WRINKLES, AND they, they SEE THINGS AND they, they SAY, HOW CAN YOU SAY THAT'S PERFECT? I'M NOT TALKING ABOUT MY BODY. AND THEN THEY LISTEN TO THE WAY I TALK AND THEY THINK, MAN, YOU'RE A HICK FROM TEXAS. HOW CAN YOU THINK THIS IS PERFECT? IT ISN'T TALKING ABOUT MY BRAIN. IT'S NOT TALKING ABOUT MY INTELLECT. IT'S NOT TALKING ABOUT MY PERSONALITY. BUT IT SAYS THERE IN HEBREWS CHAPTER 12, VERSE 23, IT'S YOUR SPIRIT THAT WAS MADE PERFECT. THE REASON SOME PEOPLE CANNOT ACCEPT THE FACT THAT I'VE BEEN SANCTIFIED AND PERFECTED FOREVER IS BECAUSE THEY GO LOOK IN THE MIRROR AND THEY'RE TRYING TO SEE IT IN THE PHYSICAL REALM. NO, THIS BODY ISN'T PERFECT. THIS BODY IS CORRUPTIBLE. THIS BODY IS GOING TO HAVE TO CHANGE. I'M GOING TO GET A GLORIFIED BODY SOMEDAY THAT WON'T BE SUBJECT TO TIREDNESS AND SICKNESS AND WEAKNESS OR ANY OF THESE KIND OF THINGS. IT'S ALSO NOT TALKING ABOUT MY SOUL, MY MENTAL, EMOTIONAL PART OF ME BECAUSE THE SCRIPTURE SAYS, 1 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 13, THAT NOW WE KNOW IN PART AND WE PROPHESY IN PART. MY BODY ISN'T PERFECT. MY MIND ISN'T PERFECT. THAT'S NOT THE PART OF ME THAT HAS BEEN PERFECTED FOREVER, BUT IN MY SPIRIT. MY SPIRIT IS AS PERFECT AND PURE AND HOLY AS JESUS IS. THAT'S EXACTLY WHAT IT SAYS, First JOHN CHAPTER 4, VERSE 17. HEREIN IS OUR LOVE MADE PERFECT THAT WE MAY HAVE BOLDNESS IN THE DAY OF JUDGMENT BECAUSE AS HE IS, SPEAKING OF JESUS, SO ARE WE IN THIS WORLD. NOT SO ARE WE GOING TO BE IN THE NEXT WORLD. SO ARE WE IN THIS WORLD. THAT'S NOT TRUE OF MY BODY. IT'S NOT TRUE OF MY MIND, BUT IT IS TRUE OF MY SPIRIT. MY SPIRIT HAS BEEN SANCTIFIED AND PERFECTED FOREVER. AND IF YOU UNDERSTAND THAT, YOU CAN PURGE YOUR CONSCIENCE FROM DEAD WORKS. YOU CAN SAY, FATHER, THANK YOU THAT EVEN THOUGH I'VE DONE THIS AND IT WAS WRONG AND I SHOULDN'T HAVE DONE IT, I REPENT OF IT, I HAVEN'T LOST MY RIGHT STANDING WITH YOU. I'M STILL RIGHTEOUS IN THE SIGHT OF GOD. AND YOU CAN PURGE YOUR CONSCIENCE FROM DEAD WORKS SO THAT YOU CAN SERVE THE LIVING GOD. MAN, I'M OUT OF TIME AGAIN. IT SEEMS LIKE IT GOES QUICKLY. I'VE GOT THIS NEW BOOK ENTITLED, WHO TOLD YOU THAT YOU WERE NAKED? THIS IS A STUDY ON THE CONSCIENCE. IT'LL COVER WHAT I'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT, AND I PROMISE YOU, THIS WOULD MAKE A DIFFERENCE IN YOUR LIFE. IT'S A BRAND NEW BOOK, FIRST TIME WE'VE OFFERED IT IN THIS SERIES. AND THEN I'VE GOT DVDs AND CDS THAT TEACH ON THIS SAME SUBJECT. IF YOU'LL LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER, HE'LL GIVE YOU THE INFORMATION, AND PLEASE CALL OR WRITE TODAY.
0: We hope that you've been blessed by today's teaching, which was taken from Andrew's brand new series titled, Who Told You That You Were Naked? LET ME MENTION ONCE AGAIN THAT I'VE GOT A BRAND NEW BOOK ENTITLED,
1: WHO TOLD YOU THAT YOU WERE NAKED? THIS IS ACTUALLY A STUDY in THE CONSCIENCE. IT WASN'T GOD THAT TOLD ADAM HE WAS NAKED. IT WASN'T THE DEVIL. IT WAS HIS CONSCIENCE, THAT TREE OF THE KNOWLEDGE OF GOOD AND EVIL. AND I NOT ONLY HAVE THE BOOK, BUT I HAVE CD'S AND I ALSO HAVE DVD'S THAT WERE TAKEN FROM OUR TELEVISION PROGRAM. AND I TELL YOU, THIS TEACHING WOULD REALLY, REALLY HELP YOU TO HAVE A CONFIDENCE and an assurance and a boldness with God. So listen to our announcer as he gives you information
0: how you can receive this product. Andrew's teaching titled, Who Told You That You Were Naked? is available in a four-part CD album or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. You can also get this teaching in book form. The teaching highlighted in today's series is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call we encourage everyone to give but if you're simply unable to afford it andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge this is the last day we'll be offering this teaching so be sure to respond today our helpline number is 719-635-1111 if the lines are busy remember you can order ministry materials or become a grace partner 24 hours a day seven days a week at awmi.net. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of December, Andrew will be hosting a special holiday production titled The Heart of Christmas at the Sanctuary in Woodland Park. The Heart of Christmas is an unforgettable mix of modern-day and biblical stories with heartwarming, familiar, seasonal songs and American traditions that represent the true meaning of the season. In January, to welcome in the new year, Andrew will be in Glendale, Arizona for the annual Phoenix Gospel Truth Conference, and in February, he'll be in Orlando and Oakland, Florida. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net.
1: Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I just wanna thank you for being a part of our social media. We are seeing some great things happen. I just wanted to share some of these testimonies with you of things that have happened recently that we got testimonies THROUGH THE POSTINGS THAT WE PUT ON SOCIAL MEDIA. ONE OF THEM SAYS, I THANK GOD FIRST FOR ALLOWING ME TO READ ON THIS PAGE. HALLELUJAH. I WAS A MUSLIM, BUT BY THE GRACE OF LORD JESUS CHRIST, HE CALLED ME TO BECOME HIS SON, AND I AM A BORN-AGAIN CHRISTIAN. PRAISE THE LORD. MAN, THAT RIGHT THERE IS AWESOME. ANOTHER TESTIMONY SAYS, I WAS HEALED TONIGHT WHILE WATCHING ANDREW ON HEALING IS HERE. I'VE HAD CHRONIC BACK PAIN, BEEN TO MANY DOCTORS, AND HAVE BEEN TAKING MEDICINE STRENGTH MOTRIN FOR MORE THAN 15 YEARS. I AM COMPLETELY HEALED AND FREE OF PAIN FOR THE FIRST TIME. THANK YOU, JESUS, AND THANK YOU, ANDREW, FOR THE HEALING WORD. SO THESE ARE THINGS THAT ARE COMING OUT OF THE SOCIAL MEDIA. Uh, ministry, and I would like to encourage you to be a part of this. These testimonies could be amplified many times over if we just had more people participating in it. So thank you for being a part of it. God bless you and share this uh, ministry with other people. I'd like to encourage you to check out our inside story on our website. This is where we interview people behind the scenes. Go check it out at awmi.net and then check on the inside story. It'll be a blessing to you.